Hi, everybody. Welcome to Women in Retail Talks, the podcast where C-suite executive women in the retail space share their stories of professional growth, leadership development, personal journeys, and more. I'm Melissa Campanelli, the co-founder of Women in Retail Leadership Circle, a membership-based community of executive women at leading retailers and brands. And joining me today live at the 2023 Outstanding Mother Awards celebration at the Pier Hotel in New York City is Tracy Travis, the Executive Vice President, Chief Financial Officer of SD Lauder Companies. Today we'll be discussing Tracy's career journey, the importance of continuous learning, her leadership style, and of course, what she loves about being a mom. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you, Melissa. It's great to be here. Perfect. So why don't we start with um, you sort of telling us a little bit about your background and your current role at SC Lauder. Sure. Well, my goodness, I, I always say that I've had, you know, an incredible career journey. I started my career as an engineer at General Motors <laughs> um, and made my way into retail and fashion and, uh, and beauty. Um, worked uh, for uh, about a decade at Pepsi. Um, and then uh, worked at Limited Brands, Ralph Lauren, and, uh, and here at, um, at Estee Lauder. I've had a number of different roles in my career as general manager, um, you know, uh, strategy, finance, uh, and I'm currently the chief financial officer at Estee Lauder Companies. I'm responsible for um, finance, strategy, transformation, IT, investor relations, and a few other areas. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few things. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, that sort of takes me to my next question, which is what do you love most about your job? It sounds like you have so many different, uh, your hands in so many different areas. It's probably exciting. Exactly. Hard. Yeah, no, Melissa, that's one of the things that I do love about my job, the fact that there is such variety. I mean, you know, one day we're, we're working on, right now we're working on our 10-year compass, um, you know, which is a 10-year outlook of, uh, of the beauty, prestige beauty industry, and uh, what are the biggest opportunities for us in the industry. Um, we are also working on our corporate strategy for the next three years. What are the growth you know, areas that, uh, that we're going to focus on? What are our brand growth strategies, et cetera? Um, to, um, you know, to, uh, you know, the, just the day-to-day operations of, of finance and IT, you know, artificial intelligence and, you know, how are we going to think about testing in certain areas. So it really is a broad variety of roles that, that I get to be involved in as, um, you know, as the CFO of the company. So you've mentioned in the past, I've read some research about you, that you've been, uh, it's critically important to be continuously learning, mm-hmm. um, even in a senior position. I think sometimes people don't think that. They think that once you get to a certain level, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, why do you think that? And can you kind of sort of talk to some examples of um, how that sort of manifested itself maybe recently or in the past few years? Yeah, no. I, first of all, I, I'm you know a very um, inquisitive person, so I've always loved learning. Um, and, uh, and so I've always sought roles that really require that you keep up to date with you know, what, what's going on. Um, when you think about prestige beauty and, uh, and the change that's happened just in the consumer industry over the last several years, um, the change in you know, the influence of social media, um, you know, how consumers shop for, uh, for beauty products, the, the experiences that they're, that they're looking for, how technology actually helps a business not only reach you know, and create experiences for consumers, but also helps from a productivity standpoint in a business. So you know, I think you know, a bit of it's the, the engineer, the geek in me, um, you know, that, uh, that, that certainly likes to, to really understand you know, all of the things that will drive continuous improvement in, um, in the business and continuous opportunities. So, 
you know, I, I spend a, certainly a lot of time reading, um, but also, you know, I am involved, um, I'm on a couple of boards, you know, that helps me in terms of external learning. I'm involved in some external groups as well that keep, you know, uh, us up to date in terms of, um, you know, in terms of what's happening from a geopolitical standpoint. Um, I'm on the board of the Council on Foreign Relations. Wow. Um, so, you know, really um, broad in terms of, you know, opportunities that, uh, that help keep me up to date. Um, in terms of what's what's contemporary and what's driving business, and you know certainly you know co-leading strategy and transformation with our CEO uh, that's important um, as we're driving the the strategy for the company. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's extremely important for you to be. It's great that you're curious and you have that background mm-hmm. to, to naturally be curious to help you as a leader. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, can you discuss some maybe pivotal moments in your career trajectory that you you know, feel like helped you move up the ladder? Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that, so certainly intellectual curiosity yes, has helped me, go. that learning, <laughs> you know, that, that you know, willingness and, and desire to continuously learn. You know, the most pivotal moment, and, and there have been many, I've had a very, uh, very fortunate career, um, was when I was approached, uh, I was in a CFO role and was approached about being a general manager. I was a division CFO at the time. And, um, you know, and there was a uh, business that really needed a turnaround. Um, and, you know, my background at that time had been engineering and strategy and finance, but not general management. So it was my first role actually managing a PL. It was, you know, um, pivotal because uh, for many reasons. First of all, it really took me out of my comfort zone managing day to day operations. It was a production facility, it was a distribution facility, and it was a sales organization. And it was a PL to manage. And, um, and this, you know, business was an underperforming business. And it really was about leadership. I mean, it was about, you know, where are the opportunities in the business? Who are the leaders, you know, uh, on my team that actually could help us get there? And um, and in really providing that direction to the business. So and it was one of the most rewarding because, you know, we took a business that had been a bottom performer in, in this particular company and made it a top performer. And that was really, um, you know, fantastic teamwork and, um, you know, and, and insight and motivation. And so it really taught me an awful lot about leadership and, um, and how to motivate a team to deliver outstanding results. Wow, that's great. It's definitely part of, about the team as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so let's see. I'm going to jump ahead. So we're here at, Mother, at the Mother's Day Awards. Yes. Um, so first of all, tell me about your, your kids and yes. what do you love about being a mom? Oh, my goodness. So, you know, I was an only child. Oh, And wow. so I had no brothers and sisters. Um, I was the youngest of, you know, five grandchildren. So, um, so uh, being a new mom was certainly an incredible new experience for me um, that I absolutely love. I mean, anyone who is a parent um, knows that you really can't describe the joy of being a parent until you become a parent. And so I have two daughters now. Um, They are almost 26 and almost 30. And they're both here today, along with my oldest daughter got married last year. My younger daughter gets married this year. Um, they are just beautiful, beautiful young ladies, and um, and they have really been on this career journey with me. Um, you know, we've moved around a lot. Um, Alex was born in New York. Uh, Adrian was born in Michigan. We moved to Chicago. We lived in Columbus, Ohio, before we lived in New York. And so, 
um, it really has been. You know, they have gone to stores with me. Um, when I worked for Pepsi, we went to grocery stores. They helped me <laughs> re-merchandise shelves. Um, when uh, when I was in uh, retail at uh, at limited brands, we went to malls. They, you know, we checked stores. Um, so they've really grown up in um, in retail and fashion, in particular, with uh, with me uh, throughout my my career, and it's been absolutely wonderful. So um, I loved watching them grow and develop into the beautiful young women that they are today. That's beautiful. Are they any of them in the retail industry? No, my oldest daughter uh, has uh, just defended her dissertation for her PhD um, in school psychology, and she's working with kids with uh, special needs. And uh, and my younger daughter is a consultant, so she's... uh, um, she worked for a prestigious law firm for two years, and now she's working for a prestigious consulting firm. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, but you know she is doing some retail consulting, so there has been some influence in terms of uh, in terms of the career that I've had and what they've been exposed to. That's wonderful. So finally, so what are you most looking forward to personally and professionally as the year rounds out? Oh my goodness! Personally, I'm looking forward to my younger daughter's wedding, Adrian's wedding in August, um, and. And professionally, it's been a very busy year. I'm actually looking forward to a vacation. (laughs) And traveling again. I mean, you know, uh, we really are focused at at Estee Lauder, you know, with the pandemic and, and certainly the, you know, the limitations that we've had in terms of visiting our employees. I'm really looking forward to. Um, getting out uh, back on the road and um, and seeing you know our overseas operations and that's something that we've started to do which is which is critically important as well. Yeah, people are still excited about travel. It's been a few years since COVID, but I still feel like that's what most people say. They just are happy to be back out again and traveling. So, um, okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. It was great to meet you and chat with you, and and congratulations on your award. Thank you so thank much. You. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please go to womeninretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Women in Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review our show. Lastly, if you're a female retail leader interested in joining our community at Women in Retail Leadership Circle, visit womeninretail.com slash apply. Thanks, and until next time, This has been Women in Retail Talks.